All right, here we go in three, two, what's up everybody on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast, we talk about trifling exes and cuddle pillows, all this, some voicemails and more on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast. What's up? Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again. Episode 261 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, I am the dude up in Utah. They call Jalapeno J. And I am the dude in Texas by way of Louisiana called Just J. You know, welcome back. Uh, This is episode 261. And so, I had a question of the day to sort of start off, Jay. Um, Do you have a cuddle pillow? Nope. No? Besides, I guess, my wife sometimes. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, there, there's, um, there's a thing that I saw, uh, you know, on Reddit where this lady said, you know, all of the guys that she dates, that she's been dating lately, had cuddle pillows. Interesting. And so that could be everything from like a regular pillow yeah. to... Like those long, those like long sort of tubular pillows yeah, you put like, know you know, between your knees yeah. to, you know, for your hips and stuff go, that you hang on to. So, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I know my, uh, I know my trainer, he's a dope guy. Uh, I believe, I think he told me one time he has, well, no, he, he has one of those alignment pillows. That's what he told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know we call pillow. it as a cuddle pillow. But, uh, yeah, man, it's wild. It's, it's crazy. Just to be macho manly we probably wouldn't call it a cuddle pillow but you know it's a yeah whatever yeah it's just a pillow to help you open up your hips how's that um (laughs) that's it uh let's see here so yeah back to the lecture at hand i do not have a cuddle pillow uh either um you know, it's, it's, I don't know. There's a, there's a thing about people being manly. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, in not having those types of things, but you know, it's whatever, man. It's whatever. I, I've, uh, I have used pillows before to do like the hip separation and stuff like that. So, Hey, you know, if you want to call that a cuddle pillow, call it a cuddle pillow, but I'm not sitting there cuddling on it every night. I much more cuddling on my wife rather than just a pillow. Yeah. So, Anyway, yeah. all right, so, um, yeah, I know we want to talk about some trifling exes, but I know we have uh, some reports from some other parts of the country from our correspondents. Um, so if you can, Jay, I'm going to go ahead and load this up, but if you can, tell the people how they can all leave right, us a voicemail. people out there, leave us a voicemail, 385-3-B-L-A-K-P-C. Or three eight five three two five two five seven two. Call us and let us know what's going on in your part of the world, the country. If you're overseas listening to this, I hadn't checked the statistics to see who outside of the continental United States is listening to this. But it will be fun to hear what's going on across the world. So just call mm-hmm. ring a ling lane. But we know they're out there. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. What's up, y'all? This is Mrs. Diva 99 checking in from Memphis, Tennessee. Blacky, backy. 
Oh, of course, you know what my situation is. I'm at home sitting up with an ice pack on my knee. Mm. Yeah, well, I tried to drive my new car <laughs> to the store. And I just realized you do everything with your right leg, and uh, it didn't work so good. So I had to only get out the driveway. And so I had to go back up the driveway. It took all my strength. So, but how y'all doing? I'm looking at another four weeks, possibly. Yeah. Stay away from Charlie Tracks motorcycle riders. Yeah, stay away from them. If you must go by them, go diagonally across. Other than that, um, it's storming here, so how y'all been doing? What y'all been looking at on TV? Equalizer 4 about to hit. Wait, is it Equalizer 3? Equalizer 3. I'm waiting on that. Okay, I'll talk to y'all later. And Cheeto Man... Didn't he turn his face in or something? Yay. Okay. All right. He did. That was the end of that voicemail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kayla. Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks that... Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say it sucks that she is still, uh, you know, trying to recover from that. Hopefully she can recover quickly. Right. As far as watching something new, man... I don't even think I like. I don't even think I really had enough time this week to watch anything new. Unfortunately, uh, I know football season started again, so you know I was, uh, you know I'm, you know back watching that. Uh, I did, you know, I started watching a couple things on YouTube. I started watching uh, Hell's Kitchen. I don't know one of the not on YouTube, but um, on Hulu, one of the later episode or later, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seasons of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, and then also, and this was like 20 somethings versus 40 somethings. That's sort of like the two, you know, dynamics of groups in there. So, you know, older experienced chefs versus, you know, sort of young and just out of school, you know, type of chefs. Uh, so that's been interesting. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, another kitchen show, uh, it's called Boiling Point, uh, same chef, Gordon Ramsay. Uh, and I've watched that more on YouTube, mm-hmm. but it basically is showing, you know, when he sort of opened his first restaurant uh, by himself uh, and, you know, his quest to try to get three Michelin stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, you know, I can't, I don't know, this is probably 25, 30 years ago, whenever this was, maybe 30 some years ago when this was uh, originally um, taped. So it's just interesting watching the process. I like I, I watch a lot of cooking, you know, shows and stuff like that. It's just me. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Um, I can't say I started anything on Netflix or Hulu, or whatever, but um, what about uh, Yeah. Have you watched The Bear since you mentioned cooking shows? Have you watched The Bear yet on Hulu? I watched the first season. Um, but I have not started the second mm-hmm. season yet, but I have it on the docket because I did yeah. love the first it's season. Have, I watched have the second you watched season. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good. I thought it was really good. Uh, when you mentioned them, try, uh, Gordon Ramsay on his quest to get three Michelin stars, that was like part of the, a little bit of the thought process mm-hmm. in the second season. One of the, the chefs, the lead chefs, I forgot her name. But she was actually the one who voiced April O'Neil in in uh, oh, yeah. 
Ninja Turtles movie. Anyway, yeah. So speaking of Ninja, speaking of yeah, yeah, speaking yeah, of Ninja Turtles, Turtles we yeah. I took the kids to see that last week. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, I watched Cocaine Bear today. The bear was the real hero. I saw that too. It it was definitely a uh, cinematic masterpiece. Just wait until you watch that crack coon and that uh and and and, that, and let's just say heroin sharks. I don't know. Whatever you whatever you want. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, weed, weed squirrel. Weed squirrel would be Man, pretty hilarious. Nigger, uh, that's funny. Cocaine bears yeah, great. It was funny. Anyway, we, so it took the kids to see uh, Ninja Turtles. That was pretty good. Last night we watched they cloned Tyrone, and I think I think you should watch that. I think everybody should watch that. Uh, that was a oh, that yeah. was a really really good, very interesting uh, take on things because it kind of there's some elements in it that remind you of Undercover Brother, not not necessarily the that type of thing mm-hmm. but just that in um uh what is it black dynamite where and i don't want to give it away but how things in our community are are kind of being set up by another organization of folks to to bring down bring out our downfall i'll put it that way so yeah that and uh, started watching uh, One Piece live action with the kids. That so far, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed with that. But other than that, that's that's pretty much okay. it as far as watching stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's 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 slick. Um, yeah, I will tell you this. Uh, I haven't been watching mm-hmm. anything new. Um, and yeah, Cocaine Bear, I loved it. I remember when it first came out. I was like. I was excited. I was, I was like, man, I want to go play a football game after watching that movie. I don't know. Why. It was wild. But w- what I have been doing was I had a, I had a chat um, earlier this week. So, you know, if y'all know Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, uh, uh, you know, the season company, uh, we are a part of this crazy huge giveaway right now. Uh, and one of the people in one of the companies in the giveaway is called smokerplans.net or smoker builder. Uh, it's a guy who, you know, builds, uh, barbecue smokers of all kinds. Um, and he actually sells the plans, uh, you know, for people to build their own, uh, you know, so I had a chat with him and, you know, he's somebody who's in a similar age, uh, he's a little bit older than us, but you know. Uh, you know, similar sort of age range has kids, you know, in a sort of a similar age range as us. And, um, you know, he basically started his business from, you know, from an idea and necessity and nothing and just the need to pay the bills more effectively and support his family uh, into something that it is today where, you know, he, uh, you know, is has I mean, like he has work every single week building multiple, you know, these pits and grills and stuff. So, um yeah, so he talked to me and he was like, hey, man, you know, I, I just want to give you some like, you know, small business advice pretty much. And he broke down a whole lot of stuff for me, uh, you know, just and, and I mean, this is like this. I, I just barely started interacting with him. I watched his videos and his content for a long time for myself, just trying to educate myself on the building process and other stuff. But he really broke down a lot of stuff. And he's like, hey, this is how you succeed. And, you know, I want to build, I want to build this brand, you know, with more people that, you know, are just sort of 
hungry like you and, and small and growing. So, you know, we, we chatted about that a bit and he was like, Hey, I have a couple of books for you to read. Um, as far as like, you know, and this is the, and, and he was like, these books are, are very related to whatever, whatever business that you have, basically starting it from the ground to get it up and, and going and then, you know, to ultimate success. So one of the first books he recommended, which I started listening to him a couple hours in right now this week, I think it's a six hour total book. Uh, and they're all audio books, which is good. It's called 12 months to $1 million. Um, and so it's, it's somebody, you know, and it's, and it's, you know, it would seem like you, you've all, you know, everybody's heard and read, you know, all these sort of get rich quick type scheme books, um, you know, and, and this person in the book was basically naming names of the companies that, you know, he helped, you know, sort of coach them or whatever. And, you know, there's been hundreds or thousands of companies, you know, that he's helped, uh, get from, you know, you know, beginning thought process, you know, to up and running, to selling, to a million dollars. And a lot of those happened within 12 months time. And then, you know, some of those businesses like the RX bar, like the little, uh, you know, like the little, um, and cliff bar, uh, you know, those companies, you know, started with one person and ended up selling to like, you know, like Kellogg's or somebody like that, you know, for hundreds of millions of dollars. So now I'm not, I'm not necessarily interested in selling my business, but I do want to know, I do want to understand the process of getting there. And that's the thing, man. You know, when, I mean, I, I didn't start with like a business degree, you know, I didn't start with, you know, a business plan per se at the beginning of it all. I was just like, you know what? I got this really cool flavor that I think is going to be good. I think some people like it. Let's see if it works. Uh, and it has. And, uh, you know, it's got to the point where, uh, you know, there's a lot of gaps in knowledge that I don't have. So listening to this book, excuse me, um, it's starting to fill in those gaps of knowledge, I'm starting to fill in a lot of different things that I didn't really put together before. And I appreciate the connection with that guy and him telling me about it. And so I would recommend to anybody out there, instead of maybe uh, a show to watch, uh, an audio book to listen to on Audible, it's called 12 Months to $1 Million. So far, it's been pretty dang good. So trying to make everybody a million, you know? Interesting. Trying to make everybody a million. So anyway, yeah, I know that was that was cool. So yeah, but I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna watch the clone Tyrone one. All right. Yeah. So here's a shark tank situation. So let's say somebody comes up to you, a business or business owner or whatever, says, Hey, mm -hmm. I wanna buy your company for mm -hmm. five million dollars everything out right right now you walk away from the company i'm going to get it into however many stores that i can because i have so many connections would you walk away would you sell it bye bye start something else i would negotiate for a continual percentage mm. stake in the company to also help with, and to also help with, um, uh, you know, future product releases, because you know this company is my name essentially. Like it's it's my nickname. It started, you know, with me. So this would be like, 
<laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch. Okay, even though this is not the person's last name. Hidden Valley Ranch was actually started by a black okay. person, right? He's the one who made up the ranch dressing in California. Um, he made it up. He made up the powder. He made up the, 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 you know, like the actual ranch dressing, you know, that you get to see in the bottle itself. Eventually, that company got so big that, you know, I, I don't know what company, Kraft or whoever owns it now, approached him and purchased it right from under him. Nobody knows that this is the guy that some random black dude, you know, years and years ago in California is the one who created Hidden Valley Ranch, which I think the ranch was called Hidden Valley, right? Ranch. Um, but, you know, that's it. So I, what I want is the ability for my family to still have ownership stake in it, you know, over the course of time. Now, maybe at some point in time that contract you know, reaches a point and then we like renegotiate the terms and the percentages. Maybe that's what it is, but I still want to have a stake in it right now since I'm the one who created it. Now, if this, instead of, instead of it being my name, if I may, if I, if this was my company that I created, you know, and it was called 10 box, right? T I N 10 box. And you know, this was, this was like, you know, one of those like, I don't know, subscription crate companies or something like that, where I don't have my name directly tied to the product name itself, then yeah, in that case, I'd be like, you know what? 500 million, you said? I, five, okay, 5 million? Um, you know, after after looking at the market research and seeing how, how that, how that, um, how that industry is going to grow over the next five to 10 years, and how I know you're going to turn that $5 million into like, you know, $500 million. Uh, I would, I would say, how about this? How about, how about, um, how about I sell it to you for 20? And then you can have it free and clear. Cause I know you're going to make 500 million right, in the right. back of my mind. But if 5 million is the final offer, if 5 million is the final offer. And if I only put in, you know, like 500,000 or a million at that point. I mean, that's a crazy return on investment. So I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I try, I try to Mark yeah. Cuban, Mark Cuban, you know, Can I'm trying you to imagine say your, so. your, your hooks. I have been watching that too. Commercial playing on the big screen at the Mavericks stadium or Mavericks arena, airlines arena. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be, be pretty dope. Um, you know that would be pretty dope. Cool. Yeah. You know, instead instead of that that blimp flying around <laughs> dropping like like dollars and coupons on people, it just be like sprinkling, <laughs> sprinkling seasoning on people, or just dropping bottles on people's heads. Oh man! Then you get LeBron. You get LeBron <laughs> before his games, and he sprinkles some seasoning in each hand and <laughs> throws it up in the air. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. That would be hilarious, boy. If only. Yeah. That would be funny. I still, you know what? I still had to do that idea that you told me about sending the stuff to Master P. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think when, uh, and I don't even know. Hopefully, they still do those review things. But uh, I, I, I wanted to wait until I had my sauces out. Um, which, okay, if everything works right, and if I get off my tail, and if I have enough time in the week to do stuff. To make it happen, the sauces are supposed to drop 
uh, by like the last full week of October, sometime mm. in that range. Um, even though I know I missed a deadline that I set for myself this week to get Jay some information. So you can 100% blame me on that. Um, okay, so now we're going to go up to our second voicemail. Three, two, one. Damn it, I was gonna tell y'all from this message, these boots. So, have y'all, um, uh, Candy Barron's my husband has a new movie on Peacock called Pass. It's quite interesting. However, I think Candy and my husband are some freaks. But, anyways, um, I forgot I was gonna tell y'all. Shoot. Oh, well, I guess I go back to sleep, and if I wake up, I remember to tell you. Oh, what was it? It was something about men. Oh, I know what it. I know what it is. One of my friends is having a situation with a man, but um. So y'all don't really um. Too much to talk about. I gotta go write it down and talk to y'all about it. Basically, is if 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 a man if a woman is calling your a man's phone. He can stop that, correct? That's that's because I got a friend who's who keeps saying her dude is like, I can't stop them from calling, but you can, but you can. So if a, if a person really wants to be in a committed relationship, they they will stop a lot of things. Agree or disagree? Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> she said you better agree. Um, yeah. So I think what she's trying to say is one of her friends uh, is having a situation where you know. She's dating somebody and this guy is still getting phone calls from other women and he is trying to say that he doesn't believe there's a way to stop that. Now, we all know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yes and no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I definitely agree if you want to be in a committed relationship you uh you know you got to stop all that you know you got to turn all that stuff off you know you might have it going around the time y'all get together but really you know if you both make a decision that you're together you know then you got to stop that because you know it it's going to mess it up you know and if you want to be committed then that's when you 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 turn it off you know as soon as you can uh which is like the day but uh, yeah, there's a way to block calls. There's a way to forget numbers. There's a way to bl- to block numbers or block callers. So this fool is up here just not blocking callers. Yeah, yeah. Unless he gets that crazy person like you told me about that could uh that could ruin mm. everything. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. But we'll we'll get back to that. But here we'll go with the next voicemail. Hey y'all, it's Memphis Diva 99. <laughs> I listened to you guys' latest show today. Y'all sitting up here talking about one got the gold cake, pie, cookies. What about pudding? Like banana pudding. Ooh, pudding. And that Christmas pudding. And then that little coconut something pudding. Pudding needs to go. Pudding needs to go, okay? Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> and then y'all was like, what time, what what classic album in the 80s? It's got to be Eric B. and Rakim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no joke. Man, look, that, that, that CD and all that tape came out in 1988. I had just graduated high school. My life was just different. It was new. 
Sneaky link. Um, yeah, you're right. You know what, Kayla? Pudding. Yes, pudding definitely needs to go. I've, that wasn't a part of my four, but I'm going to tell you what. If I slid in pudding, then I would definitely keep everything else and drop pudding by the wayside. Because, I mean, chocolate pudding, banana, I mean, yeah. I love some banana pudding. So, I don't know. Dang, my mom was banana pudding. Oh, dang. Okay, maybe not. I could only say I've only had, like, maybe one oh. good pudding. Well, Banana pudding, somebody else's banana pudding, not store bought. Uh, who made that? What's Bill Cosby's thing? Jello banana pudding? Yeah. Or, a Jello? Yeah, no, not that. Yeah. That could, yeah, that could go. Dang. So, but yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. You know. Just think about that though. Like, like if if there was no more, if there was nobody no would be hurting pudding, then Bill Cosby's mm. pudding pops commercials. You know, would never True. have existed. You know, think about it. Yeah, but he did he sell Jello or just Jello pudding? It was, I think it was Jello pudding, and then I think eventually okay. it became pudding. But pops. he never did just Jello. Nah, okay. I don't think just Jello by itself. So maybe we keep the Jello, we get rid of the Jello pudding and the pudding pops. Because okay. <laughs> I didn't like Jello at all. I don't know. All I don't right. Know. Yeah. Oh no, that's funny. So Eric being Rakim, that's a good choice. That's a good choice from back in the day. So that's a good one. All right, cool. Last one up from our DMV correspondent, uh, Mr. John Salvatore. Three, two, one. Yo, what's up, guys? John Salvatore. I'm listening to the current episode. You guys are talking about baseball cards. Um, I used to kind of collect baseball cards, but let me tell you what I used to really like OG and collect. Ah, let me tell you, from like 91 to about 97, I used to collect Marvel mm. cards. Like, everything, this is well, well, well before the MCU, but yes, Marvel cards. Everyone in the Marvel Universe had a card, they had different series, like, Top Skybox was amazing to all these cards, and I just thought about it. I'm like, where did my cards go? Yes. I mean, it's like 30 years ago, but yes, I was obsessed. Me and my friends, we used to trade cards. Fun God, fun God. All right, guys, you yes. yes, indeed. Thank you. Thanks for that, John. Marvel cards. Wow. I had a ton. I had like the whole collection of Marvel masterpiece cards back in the day thanks mom i don't know where they are now but uh they were amazing <laughs> you know they gave you like a little background story on the back of them and, and like what their powers were and the ranking of everything oh, those are cool cards there and then they had like these hologram cards yeah yeah those are dope yeah no i, I don't them. believe yep 
Yeah, I, I don't believe I had those cards uh, myself. I'm pretty sure I did not. But, you know, I knew that you had them. Uh, you know, I knew they were cool, but I just, I didn't have them. I, I collected, you know, all the sports cards. I collected Garbage Pail Kids, um, which also have value right now if you have some you know. nice clean ones. But I'd be interested to see on eBay if... If uh, if Marvel cards, you know, do have any any value right now, some of them do. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Some of them do, but you know, who, you know who really had the big collection. Mm-hmm. Our cousins, older cousins, had the Garbage Pail mm-hmm. Kid cards, and I remember them having the whole set. I mean, like, I don't know how many, well over a hundred, could be a couple hundred cards they had, uh-huh. and I don't know what they did with them. No wow. clue. It's probably gone, destroyed, and those are worth a lot of money now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they probably definitely disappeared a long time ago, unfortunately. Okay, so we go from all the, you know, the trifling situations we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, you know, with the boyfriend uh, and these trading cards to... Somebody who was basically who basically should trade in her free life for a jail life. Um, yeah, so I saw this I saw this video last night uh, that popped up on or this post last night that popped up on Instagram for me, uh, and it was a lady uh, who apparently was going viral uh, for admitting she called the CPS on her ex boyfriend and lied about him abusing her kids. Uh, after they broke up, even though they weren't even her kids, mm-hmm. they were his kids, and it was all a lie. So here, let me play this. Hopefully, y'all can hear this. But I'll go ahead and hit play, and we'll listen to these. Uh, we'll listen to this, and then we'll talk about it. Bad because I was like, I felt so bad about it. Um, I called like child services on this one <laughs> I, got, I called child services on my ex because he pissed me off and then i was like yeah i'm done with this person whatever like you know cheater fucking piece of shit liable dumb shit he had kids i called child services on his ass and i like fabricated everything and like said certain things and they like went to the door and like there was a whole process like i don't even know if the children's aid worker still visits them but she probably does because what i said like the way i ai'd that shit you know like real ai shit like real AI. fake bruises type shit. <laughs> Be careful fellas yeah yeah pretty crazy so you fake bruises you fake shit and then you just made like an exaggeration story and then on their kid on on his kids yeah like so hit like yeah really bad because i was and they came and they were like oh like we're seeing stuff that your kids are being abused you know you could lose your kids and i was just like that sucks <laughs> That's so- yeah should have been nicer to me bitch yeah. and they came so <sighs> yeah so, you know, single fellas out there, y'all gotta watch out for girls like this. You know, these ladies, you know, they, they make themselves look beautiful, obviously. Uh, you know, make you want to wife them down and all the other stuff that they say. But, 
you know, once you make them mad, they could do ridiculously stupid stuff like this that could, you know, in turn have a negative effect on the rest of your life. Um, these are things that I'm constantly trying to teach my teenage mm-hmm. son. <laughs> and it's hard. But this girl here, as you heard, the guy apparently was mean to her. You know, she said he cheated, which is probably a lie to um, they probably just got in an argument, like really bad argument, and he ended up, you know, bouncing, whatever it is. But maybe it is true, and I'm not condoning that one way or the other uh, at all. But, um, you know, she ended up calling CPS on him and said that he was abusing his kids. Um, and it was totally fabricated, a total lie. The the stupid, the, the best part and the stupidest part is she admitted it yeah. right here. Yeah. on video so therefore you know he could take her directly to court you know if there's any kind of legal action if he's had to pay anything to cps if his kids ever gotten taken any of that stuff he could take her directly to court yeah. um if he went to jail anything like that you know um and yeah she needs to go to jail for that that's that is straight up wrong yeah uh you pretty much said what i was gonna say she just snitched herself snitched on herself um and he could sue her if you know if he had anything bad happen to him as the result of her calling even you know he could sue her for a defamation of character take all her money get everything she got now what you just admitted it so you know you said everything i was thinking so yeah too bad on her i I don't know i wonder if anything bad happened to this guy like, did they really take the che- the kids away? Yeah. Well, that's what I think she was saying, you know, like the, the, the in the second portion of the video, she was saying that they, you know, they called them and said, you know, we could take your kids away because, you know, we got reports of you abusing them. And then she said, I don't know if the like if the if the caseworker still visits. So apparently it became a thing. It got to the point where you have like a yeah. caseworker visiting your house. Yeah, it's interesting. That's yeah. Uh, if he like, that's wild, man. Now people yeah, like that need I mean, to go to jail. I say take her for all her money, man. Forget forget the jail part. Take her for all her money. Every little penny she has, get it, you mm. know, because this could like a like I said something yeah. like that. If worry gets out, especially like at his job or something that he's supposedly beating his kids, you know, hey, then you fired, you know, then you run into the the possible you know uh risk of being depressed and then depression could lead down a different road and all this other stuff and you know all all it could snowball from just those words that she said so i take it for all her money you know screw the jail time i'm getting all your money and leaving you miserable yeah i I want i want your money (laughs) and you in jail i want both (laughs) i want the royal flesh give me all of it you know what i'm trying to say Oh man. Wow. That's, that's crazy, man. But not really like, you know, I think there's a, there's a fundamental problem going right now. And, and thankfully, you know, being married, uh, uh, it's something that we don't have to deal with thankfully, but I know there's people who are married who, you know, do have to deal with that. Um, and really just another fundamental problem in society. If somebody like, you know, if somebody screams ow, then everybody's like, oh my gosh, you're hurt. How can I help you? 
rather than seeing if they're actually hurt. You know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. You know, I'm trying to say there's a lot of that, you know, boy who cried wolf situation going on in society. And there's, you know, and a lot of times there's overreaction to it. Uh, and, you know, I know there's times where we've reacted to certain things on this show. Uh, you know, this happened in society with people. But most of those things we've seen, it, it seemed like they were legitimate or it seems like there's there's been some, what do you call it? Uh, uh, there's been some uh, evidence behind it, like hard evidence. The last one, though, that wasn't was that girl who said that she witnessed a, a kid getting kidnapped uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, that was a weird situation overall I still don't know what happened there but you know um, um, yeah man uh, uh, it's just one of those things there's too many oh oh do you remember was it Dumb and Dumber when the guy said that yeah they wanted to create a jump to conclusions no that that was uh, that was off the space and you just jumped in there Office space. I'm literally holding my office space <laughs> coffee cup right now. So yeah, <laughs> lumber. So so yeah yeah yeah. So it's a jump to conclusions, Matt. Everybody is on the jump to conclusions, Matt. Immediately jump into a conclusion, mm-hmm. you know, because the Internet of Things is putting it out right. there, yeah. and then like everybody's reacting instead of waiting to hear the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah yeah. While that's I, true. While I drink. That is true. Mm. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Interesting. But whew, yeah, those pe- y'all people out there listening, y'all people watching, you know, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are as far as this situation or any other kind of jump to conclusion situation. You could leave us a voicemail just like Jay said earlier. Uh, you could drop it below in the comments of this video. Um, yeah, wow. It's some wild stuff in these streets, man. Very wild people. Watch who you're trying to date watch the kids watch watch the kids that you know watch the kids that your kids are around i already have identified several kids that uh you know my son calls friends at school who are not good um what do you want to call it not good uh uh influences you know um yeah these these are some kids where i think i might want to like show up at their parents house and talk to their parents and be like, hey, right, you know, interesting. Know, well, it is it is getting to the point where I think I'm gonna have to go and knock on some doors and start talking to some parents and Uh-oh. throwing it down, well, you know, and not to be violent or anything like that, but just not not to be violent or anything like that, but really just to just to talk to them and be like, hey, you know, this is what your kids got going on. Wow. So, you know. Don't let your kid Uh-oh. hang around my kid. I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming the your son coming back <laughs> home with some some new uh some new words, some new attitude. Adjust he needs an attitudinal adjustment. <laughs> I mean I mean yeah, attitudinal <laughs> adjustment, yeah, and, and some other stuff. It's I don't know. I mean I was I was a teenager, I was a fifteen year old at one point in time, and I know that my dad had to correct me real hard, real quick, um, several times. Um, you know, and I remember those days. Uh, and, and so I'm living those days right now. I remember when my parents said, one day you'll understand. And, you know, at the time I was like, ah, yeah, right. So my kids, or at least my son really is going through that. Yeah. Right. Phase right now. Um, 
and one day he'll understand mm -hmm. you know um, hopefully hopefully it's not hopefully he doesn't get into a situation where you know he's sorry for uh, you know whatever his friends do or he's influenced to right, do or, right, or he right, does right. you know so mm -hmm. yeah 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 but yeah it's tough man that's tough i know i'm getting there too because uh my oldest he's having a you know he's getting a little smart look too saying a lot of things he should not be saying you know and i kind of have to put a verbal verbal foot in his ass sometimes but you know, it is what it is i yeah. guess you know yeah. he said he doesn't want kids but yeah yeah that's see. true this is the thing, man. I, I just remember like my parents telling me at some point in time, when you have kids, they're gonna do to you what you've done to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, come on, man. You know, now I'm seeing all that and and seeing all that like sort of slowly come to fruition. I'm like, wow, they really were right. So that means hey, kids out there listening, listen to your parents. Cause the they're truth. telling you <laughs> the their experiences, you know, listen. that are happening. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's wild in these streets. But yeah, that was the main thing that I wanted to get into. Was uh, there something that you picked up throughout the week? I mean, I think uh, the past couple of days, there's been uh, sort of a couple of celebrities getting blasted online. So Hawaii just got hit. Maui mm -hmm. specifically got hit with that wildfire, destroyed lots of people's houses, a bunch of people's mm -hmm. houses. You know, uh, it's been a drought out here in Texas. Had a wildfire, like, not too close, not too far from my home, probably a mile away. Uh, but these two celebrities, mm -hmm. big-time celebrities, got on the Internet asking people for for money to help support the people in Maui. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But like I mentioned last week, you know, people in the U.S. are, like, a lot of people in the U.S. are hurting right now. They can't afford a lot of things. But you got mm -hmm. a billionaire, a.k.a. Oprah, Harpo, you know, and you got The Rock mm -hmm. coming together to to ask the people to pledge some money to uh, help out the families of Hawaii. And like I said, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of people who... Who are going at them for even thinking about doing that when Oprah and this could go into a long discussion but Oprah owns a whole lot of land in Hawaii like I think they say 2,000 acres or something like that I think in Maui oh yeah she owns a whole owns lot, a lot. In, I've seen yeah. I've seen her so, property. her alone her and The Rock, I'm sure they have very, very wealthy uh, peers in the industry. So we got like, we got Zuckerberg, we got Bezos, we got Musk, we got a whole bunch of elite people that could, you know, give like maybe a small 1%, half of a percent of their wealth and donate to these people you know of why but you're asking the the poorest the, possibly the the most hurt some of the most hurt people we're not really hurt because we didn't lose our homes like the people of why so i'm not saying that but 
they're they're trying to get people to to send money when they could do it themselves you know give a lot of money themselves and rock and oprah have a apparently donated like five million each it's a lot of money don't get me wrong that's a lot of money but is it is that like that's like a drop in the bucket for them right you think right so i mean yeah, it uh, really is yeah yeah you you would think you know all the revenue streams that that definitely sounds sounds like it would be by yeah drop so i mean crazy. it's just one of those things where a lot of people are uh you know in enraged in you know, outraged by the situation that they'd have the audacity to even ask, you know, people, you know, to help support, you know, when there's no support here in the U.S. because all our money is going overseas to uh, help another country, you know. And like I say, there's nothing wrong with helping, but sometimes we got to think about some priorities and, and helping like the people here, you know, in the U.S., yeah, that are really hurt. Yeah, makes man. sense. So a lot of people are just yeah, it makes sense. going I crazy mean, about it. Yeah, I know. There's anytime there's something like that, uh, you know, there's like a, the like the Red Cross or like, you know other organizations yeah. will you know be uh, uh, you know doing uh, you know some kind of uh, you know videos or advertising to try to get you know help mm-hmm. to those affected areas. I mean, like I said, I have seen Oprah's property in Maui. I mean, our hotel that we stayed in, like the hill, like the, the mountain or hill, whatever you want to call it, directly across the street behind our hotel, there's like a there's like a neighborhood sort of like at the bottom in the foothills, and it goes up a little bit halfway up. And then beyond that, you know, the, the people at the, at the resort or hotel, whatever, was like, yeah, all that land, that's all Oprah's. <laughs> I was like, dang. You know, it was yeah, a lot yeah, of space yeah. up there. Um, and they, and they, you know, talked about, you know, that she comes down and they'll see her from time to time. Um, and, you know, she, and, you know, there's, I'm, I'm sure she owns land in other places as well. There's several other celebrities, you know, and, and, and I don't know, like industry owners or leaders, whatever that, that also, yeah. you know, have a similar type of wealth. And yeah, it is, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think, it, it's almost like it's almost like they're using their their you know title of celebrity to try to get their um, supporters and their fans you know to to donate, uh, which makes sense. And I know that you know, and, and that's that's why and how they do that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just the only thing I could think of is like these celebrities, you know, who excuse me, like you know, like you you know, you mentioned Oprah and The Rock. Like, I wonder if they have just, like, a budget every year for charitable donations. And, like, once that's once that's it, yeah. that's all they do. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, you know, but, but yeah, but then again, you know, there's a lot of people in the country here who are, you know, who can't afford to pay for gas, you know, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, or they can't always fill up their tank with gas, whatever it is, things like that, that are negatively affecting. So it, it's extremely hard for the people yeah the regular joes on the street like us to you know be able to to donate you know a, a ton you know i know i know one dollar is more than no dollars uh you yeah. know which makes yeah. sense um but still I, I can understand it being extremely difficult i mean I, i'll tell you what so in the job that i work in i talk to people that sell products from every different category that you can and can't even imagine in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
several of those people that I talked to, uh, you know, several of those people I talked to will state that, you know, it's been a tough year uh, for them um, as far mm-hmm. as sales. Uh, uh, and, you know, some of that started at the beginning of the year. Some of it is going back, you know, to the last couple of years. Some of it literally started this summer, you know, and, and there's a lot of factors I'm sure at play, uh, you know, over that vast amount of time. But, you know, there's a couple things that also, you know, have been constant, like gas prices are high. Uh, it, it, it is what it is, man. And, and they've been like that for a long time. And it just, just seems like it's continually getting high. But not only are gas prices high, the housing market prices are high and they don't seem like they're coming down. At least, you know, finance rates don't seem like they're coming down. Um, you know, everything is more expensive. And to a lot of people, they feel like they're not making um, more money in their employment uh, to be able to cover or offset the cost of all these other things uh, that are getting more and more expensive. And so then it goes back to, you know, the owners of the company, the businesses, you know, are they willing or able to pay their employees more? You know, it's like it's like a crazy cycle, man. I don't even know what, you know, the answer is to it. But really, you know, it, it makes it hard. So at the end of the day, all that stuff combined, yes, does definitely make it hard. You know, for for someone like yeah. you or me to to contribute yeah. to a situation. So I'm gonna like I'm play. Uh, there's many videos online, but I just found this one. I'm gonna play this woman having a a reaction to Oprah and Rocks asking for money. So here we go. You sent a donation. Okay. Did I just witness what I think I witnessed? Hush. Hold on. Please don't tell me I just saw a billionaire standing next to a multi-millionaire begging the average everyday citizen for donations that can barely get by due to a real-life recession, living paycheck to paycheck, barely can pay rent, barely can put food on the table for our families, in a country where our president is giving away all our resources to another country for money. If you two don't go take your Hollywood elite behind to your other Hollywood elite friends and politician buddies that got millions like you do and billions and get all that money together and help out Maui, you are out your damn mind. Please don't insult our intelligence like that. And after you guys do all of that, you will have enough money to help the rest of us. Boo. Get out of here with that. The nerve. So that's just one of a whole bunch of people that have issues with uh with, with, with what's happening. Oh, yeah i get i mean i, I get it man i i think honestly i yeah. get both sides because there you know because over the course of time there's always been random stuff like that and there's been people you know happy and willing to oh, give yeah. charitably regardless of their financial yeah. situation um and 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 I know that not everybody's financial situation lends to the ability to give anything, you know, a dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars, anything, uh, you know, and there's, there's tons of people, you know, on, there's people on both sides, you know, who can, you know, give something. Um, so I get it. The op- I think I think it's the word, one of the words that I hate the most, optics, the optics of having, you know, an Oprah or a rock or, or whomever, you know, that's like a big time celebrity be the one asking for it is probably the toughest thing of all. Like if you had Sally Struthers up there, then maybe it'd be different. 
You know what I'm trying to say? This lady probably wouldn't have reacted like that. Um, which, which you know, you, you can hear in the lady's right. reaction and her tone. You know, she, she thinks it's sort of like the audacity of these two millionaire, billionaire, whatever they are, you know, asking people for money. Um, so so I, can, I can see that. I mean, The Rock is literally half Hawaiian. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's where, like, his family's from. So that is, for me... For me, I would give more credence to The Rock in this situation because that's his home. That's like, you know, something mm-hmm. happening in Houston for me, you know, um, as his home. Oprah owns property there. She has obviously helped a lot of people there, uh, helped the the, uh, the economy there with, you know, the property she owns and other things that she has in the island. So I can see that. But, but you know, The Rock has a direct tie to it. So if he if they just had The Rock... Then I'd be like, I wouldn't have as much a problem with it. You know yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to say? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like, and and I think maybe people in general may not have as much a problem with it. Um, also, Oprah's been out of the the public eye. You know, like she hasn't had a TV show, even mm-hmm. though she has her network. She hasn't had like her own real show. You know, for for several years now. So um, that's just mm-hmm. one of those things. But yeah, I. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Because in my heart of hearts, if I know I have something to give, uh, especially in a scenario like this where like I've been to that island. I've walked on the street that got burned down. Everything there that got burned, I have literally, you know, been there. The the tree, the big banyan tree that they that they show in the video, um, you know, they were trying to see if it was going to make it. Like, my kids have climbed on that tree. I've sat under that tree and ate a, uh, like a, like a, like a, like a white chocolate ice cream pie or something that was delicious down there. So, yeah, man, I, I, I uh, have had some direct experience with it. So I know that situation. Um, and it's hard to see that. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I make the decision if I can pull some money out of my bank account and send it yeah. or yeah. not, you know. Um. Yeah, it's tough. Hawaii, Hawaii is so it's like sort of so disconnected from the rest of the U.S. And you know, there's a probably a large percentage of the country mm-hmm. that has never been there. So you know, you don't have so so people aren't may not be as invested in it as they would be if you know, like Florida. Like Florida's here, people. You know, it's within driving mm-hmm. distance to everybody in the in the you know 48 states so yes yeah. i don't know man it it's crazy it's crazy situation it is it is we'll see so. how that turns out in the next week or so wonder if they'll respond to all the, the criticism curious to see that i don't know i don't know you know what i think i think celebrities at, at a certain at a certain point i don't think they respond directly um, mm-hmm. Unless it's something that they did, I think their PR teams will respond and or will try to find ways to, you know, quell all of that uproar yeah. that people have. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man, that's wild. Trying to think about what else. I, I think I had something that popped up. Um, popped up a minute ago. Uh, maybe it was, you know, maybe it was uh, the video that J. Del Negro sent us um, in the chat that said, 
This guy said. The moral of the story is never date a woman who don't respect your wife. No, I didn't mean to say I said the wrong shit. <laughs> when the dude said, never date a woman that don't respect your wife. <laughs> yeah. At a family reunion or something like that. He definitely messed up. Oh, um, yes, he did. Hopefully, his, was that his hopefully wife? Hopefully, that was a slip of the tongue. Was know? his wife on the side of it? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know, but it looked like, you know, there was a woman right next to him. So the way that she looked at him was like, uh, <laughs> he walked off fast. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, oops. Yeah, that's that's what. What's up? <laughs> Clay of bars <laughs> from Dan from the Starting Five what podcast. Up? What's up, Dan? Man, yeah, that is some play of bars right there. Um, but no, don't date another woman if you're married. Obviously, <laughs> but if you do, I guess follow that gossip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could have been that's, specifically that's for people in Utah. Anyway, man, that's you know some of those guys in Utah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's, it's specifically for certain segments of society here. <laughs> um, not me. I, I you know I'm I'm a hard. I, it's a hard enough time for me just to just to deal with myself, let alone my you know let alone uh, my my only wife yeah. <laughs> that I yeah. have, and I couldn't take yeah. on anymore. Um, yeah, that'd be too much. That'd be too much. But yeah, man. But that—that's about it. I worked with a guy back at the airport oh, that had two wives. He was from Africa, so mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a, a normal thing. Oh, yeah. It's concubine. Is that what they call Some it? Places, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Didn't know how that worked. So whatever. I'm sure he's uh happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, it'd be hard to be happy like that, but there's people and there's, there's people who submit to that type of stuff and people who were born and raised in that type of either society or family unit or whatever it is. I'm just thankful that I wasn't cause I, it, that's, that's not, not for me. But um, anyway, I believe that's all I got. So uh, if you want to tell the people how we can get up out of here, we can do tell that. the people how we could get up out of here. Uh... I mean, wait, what? <laughs> tell the people how they can leave us a message. <laughs> all right, people, oh, leave us a message uh, or just contact us any way you want to. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pod. Uh, check us out on your favorite streaming service for podcasts. Email us topics. Uh, if you want to be a guest, hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can just hop on here Sunday morning and uh you know we'll probably bring you bring you in as a surprise guest. Uh definitely hit us up 3853BLAKPC or 385-325-2572. Leave a little voice Melly. After you do that, check out hooksrub.com. It's the only way to keep your, your girl happy. Your ex, well, hopefully you won't have an ex after mm-hmm. you use this hooks rub. You probably have a wifey. No exes. No exes. Sprinkle seasoning all over mm-hmm. her life to make her happy, make her your wife. Uh, instead of throwing rice at the wedding, you could just throw seasoning. 
uh, all that good stuff. Looks really <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And also, you can go on hookshrub.com to get this seasoned hat mm. uh, because, you know, we we people of color like to season our food. Um, there's other there's other merch on there as well. But also, um, when you log on, on, when you hop on to hookshrub.com, uh, there's an image. Um, I mean, literally, like you just barely scroll down a little bit. Right under the smoke and sweetness image, there's an image of multiple products that we're part of the giveaway for. Uh, it's a $2,300 plus dollar giveaway. Mm. So lots of products. There's a smoker in there. There's hooks, rubs, and spices, seasoning, and merch. Uh, there's seasoning from you know uh, another grill grill company called Grill Your Ass Off. Uh, nice. There's a Jealous Devil Charcoal. There's Grab Them in the Brisket. There's a whole the meat box uh, from a place called Heifer Hog and Hen. And then there's, um, you know, Thermoworks, uh, which is my trusted uh, friends for meat thermometers. Man, it's it's easy to it's easy to enter. I think you can. I think there's an opportunity to put in at least like 25 entries at max. Actually, I, um, I got like 40 something. Entries. Yeah, man, it's it's dope. I got like 48 entries in. Oh, 40. Oh, dang. Yeah. So it's more Ooh, than that. Yes. I doubt I'll win, but so whatever. that would be dope if you want. Yeah, yeah. It would be. My luck is not that great. Yeah, and I mean, the last I checked a couple of days ago, there was like 67,000 entrants yeah. at that point. So it's a big contest. Um, and yeah, I would, that that would be dope if you could win. Is it just but one hey, winner? The other thing is, you know, some of those products, uh, I have uh, discount codes. Mm. I believe so, oh, yes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh. yeah. But hey, you know, you never know. And some of those products I do have discount codes for. Uh, or I have a way to get discounted products. So if there's anything that you want from there, hit me up uh, on Instagram Ooh. at hooksrub or just shoot an email uh, info at hooksrub.com uh, and let me know what you are trying to get into. And I can reach out to those companies and see if I can get you a nice discount uh, on some of the product. Uh, and then, yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 all I got. Oh yeah, that that uh that giveaway is open until the seventeenth. Oh wait, no, or is it the eleventh? I don't remember. That's yeah. two totally different days. So just get it in by the eleventh. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. Um, on that note, I'm blacking out. Deuces. <laughs>